Hey everybody and all, welcome back to another exciting episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and I've got a fun show for you guys because I've got two guests who've been on the show a few times together, and they're back. Um, Please welcome John Ward. How you doing, John? I'm fine. How are you? Good, good. And we got Maddie Deering. How are you doing, Madeline? Hey, great. How are you? Good, good. I'm... So happy to have you both here again. And I, what was what was the last one we did, Knights of the City? Or was there one after that? We definitely were on to go for Knights of the City. I, I know you were down here for Knights of the City, but I wonder if that was the last one I had I you both on for, for Indie Film Cafe. You I know? think that was the last one, yeah. Yeah, John John hated it so much, he didn't want to. <laughs> such a dumb movie yeah <laughs> me and maddie liked it so much movie. whatever there I'm were not... no nights it was barely a city it was night during a it, it was night at times but it wasn't tonight <laughs> you know um so yeah um we're here to talk about this 1991 shot on video film that uh i picked mainly for one for for maddie for sure because she is a shot on video lover and so when i when i thought about doing this i was like all right i have to have maddie on and i was like you know it'd be nice to have john again if he's available you know and everything and it all worked out and uh i you know i'm anxious to hear what everybody has to say what everybody thinks because this should be a fun interesting episode but until then let's listen to some Mood music. And we are back. It is so weird for me to say the mood music without Paul. It feels it almost feels like cheating. Um well it wouldn't be moo music, it would be moody music. Uh, when you're on by yourself. Oh, that's true. I could yeah. have done that, but eh, I could <laughs> do that. I don't know. I mm, we'll see. We'll see if I change that up next time. Next you know, time. or whatever. Next time. <laughs> um that's gotta be a thing, moody music. <laughs> yeah, well, and by myself. When I'm with Paul, it's it's moo. But when well, I'm, yeah. yeah. Paul Paul is a is the moo guy is the moo cow. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna be talking about Soul of the Demon. Uh. As I said, it was a 1991 film. Um. By um. What's his name? Uh. Charles uh, T. Lang. I'm right. Um. Like who? Who I think I found on Facebook. You think you and, found and, him? Yeah, because it's just like Charles Lang. And then, but I noticed is after his name, it's in parentheses. It says something like Guy. I'm getting, I'm, I'm not exactly remembering what it was. It was like Guy or We, like with two E's or something. And in the credits of the movie, that name is in the movie. Oh. So I'm like, oh, maybe that's him. Interesting. So, but he hasn't gotten back to me yet. Oh. And, and, and the best part of the movie is that it was shot out here in Las Vegas. That was your that was your favorite so. part about it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh boy! Shout out to be, Vegas. I think this is going to be another one of those shows. But uh, um, so uh, basically, it's shot in Las Vegas. You're correct. So that's uh, one of the background stuff I have for it. Um, it's also so Charles Lang directed and wrote it. Um, 
it was produced uh produced which probably just meant they gave some money for film or whatever you know probably lunch you know this or even some of the money for the special effects because you know we'll get into that later but by uh dale andrew uh harold allen uh Charles Lang produced it, and uh, Catherine Sparks, associate, produced it. So a lot of these people, this was like their only movie, or they did the other one that Charles did, High Desert, because that's the only two that Charles has directed so far in his career. I um, was able to find High both Desert? of those movies. Um, one of them is on... Uh, Oh God! How do you pronounce that? Uh, D e c r e p i t. Mm, decrypt. Decrypt, maybe. Okay, yeah, decrypt. Yeah, decrypt. Nightmare box set or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Crypt so, of nightmares. That's it's the uh, Pendulum Pictures of fifty. Both of them movies. are on Pendulum Pictures. You know. Yeah. Then the other one is on uh, Tombs of Terrors, fifty movies. So that that's the only way I could find them. Um, I but have, they're, they're like a hundred bucks each. No, I have them both on a separate Pendulum Pictures release that has like six movies. Yeah, I just don't awesome. know which ones they are on, but I have both of them. You know, I have the decrepit whatever. It has the fifty high, pack. Yeah, high desert on it or whatever. So yeah. I think I started watching and I thought this looks kind of cool, and I I still haven't even finished it, but. I didn't realize that was the same director. This was the first time watch for me, and I don't have the Tombs of Terror or whatever box that just the decrepit one. They're really pricey. I mean, well, I was gonna yeah, pick them both print. up. But... I got lucky with the decrepit one. I got a good price on it. It's missing one disc, but still, and it's got some really good stuff on them. Yeah, if you if got we... it at a really good price, I mean, one disc is okay, but. Yeah, that's why I'm not upset about it or anything. <laughs> yeah, and you can always find that one disc probably in its own separate thing, and then just put it in there. Yeah, know, if you want. Um, but yeah, I uh, I don't know. I'm uh, I have no, I don't have any of the fifty packs, but I do have like a bunch of the six packs individually. So I really like them. Uh, sometimes oh, there's gold, you know, in them. Sometimes there's like really good movies that should not be in them, you know. And then there are some that definitely <laughs> this, is, this is the place yeah. to go because they're from brain damage and brain damage. Yeah. Uh, I love <laughs> I love Darren Ramage who runs brain damage and he actually does uh, he he does another uh, thing called uh, midnight releasing and he oh, uh, yeah. he tends to like talk to me on uh, Instagram. Very nice guy, you know. He loves uh, indie support, you know, and stuff. Um, but his some of their stuff, man, Whew, rough. Well, so you're you're saying that you have both of these films on something else? Mm -hmm. What, yeah, they're what on, is it? Um, that, then I, I'll look that one up. Yeah, if I can find it, it's in the studio, sadly. So I don't know um, which one. It's Pendulum Pictures, the six pack. Soul of the Demon. It's a six pack with like hardcore horrors, a, maybe. Has that a uh, uh, high desert? Yep. In it? So hardcore horrors is the first one, and you can actually get that for eleven ninety seven online. I'll Where? 
Uh, I'm going to guess eBay, but let me see. E oh, that's eBay. That's eBay uh, UK. So that's not the eBay you want to go to. It's going to be a little bit more expensive. Um, If you just look up on eBay, Hardcore Horrors, you'll be able to find it. And then the other one is uh, High, uh, High Desert. And if you look up Pendulum Pictures... Um, you said it's called the Hardcore Horrors? Yeah, it's a six-pack with... Yeah, it sounds yeah, like a beer. But... A lot of those 50-pack movies on, like, smaller six-packs. Um, I know oh, okay. it, it, a lot it, of places, it, I mean, use, you know. But there's a, probably a lot of them. And so. uh, High Desert is on Mental Mania. <clears throat> Six I think pack. I might have that one too. That's the one you probably have too, or whatever. Yeah. You know, that might have been the one you watched it on. You know, yeah. maybe you watched it on your decrepit pack, but I don't know. I don't know. That decrepit pack has like six Todd Sheets movies. It's a wonder. <laughs> I love oh Todd. God, love Todd Sheets. We love it. We love Todd Sheets here at IFC. He was, was our first victim of our, uh, you know, uh, of our movies podcast. We did uh, prehistoric bimbos in Armageddon City. Oh yeah, wonderful. Yeah, that was, uh, that, was a, that was a Paul pick right there. <laughs> I had so. never, I, I don't think I had seen a, a Todd Sheets film at that time. Like I knew of him and I was friends with him, but I hadn't yeah. watched one yet, and so I was really excited. And it was well worth it. So if you haven't <laughs> seen prehistoric bimbos in Armageddon City, go watch it. He does not like his old stuff though. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. he's releasing Goblin on Blu-ray, and I love Goblin, and I'm surprised he's doing it because we did an interview with him on uh, SOB. So love SOB with him. He's he's not a huge fan of Go Goblin. Oh, All <laughs> but right. I love it. I think it's wonderful. But not to get off track. Just no, it's up. okay. Yeah. Stay <laughs> on target. Me Stay on target. <laughs> so to go back to Soul of the Demon, um, who can encapsulate what happens in this. I want to let Maddie do it. I want Maddie to do it. Encapsulate what happens in this film. With these kids skipping school, find this uh, gar what, like a gargoyle type statue and uh, they unbury it and it's got the soul of a demon in it. And uh, he does some research on the statue uh, at the library and says, oh, yeah, got a, you know, demon in it, whatever. And his brother's parents are, well, they're both their parents are away. Uh, I don't remember exactly where they were for vacation or something. I don't think they mentioned because. Yeah, I didn't think they did either. They just said they were away and that yeah. don't don't have a party, which is all the standard like, yeah, 90s. Don't have a party. <laughs> But of course they have a party, but it's elsewhere in a supposed haunted location, and then the uh, demons released and starts killing the kids, killing the kids one by one, just like demons do, you know, kind of like a Night of the Demons type vibe. Found them both. They're it both was in my cart. Are, oh, they're in your cart. Nice. Well, there you yeah, go. Eight, eight bucks and under. There we go. Here you go. Now, Perfect. now I don't, I don't, I don't think I even have to give my opinion on if I like the movie or not. If I'm hunting down this guy's films, so oh, if you want to actually own them or something, yeah, then I that, mean... that probably tells you if I like the movie or not. Yeah, see, yeah. I was wondering about that because you said no talkie, 
which no meant talk, that you didn't want to, you, you know, did not want to mention anything before this. Yeah, show. you know, I don't like talking about the stuff beforehand. Right, just in case, you know. I mean, it's a good conversation. You know, you don't yeah. want to have the conversation before the conversation. Yeah. Um. Well, and and it's to kind of uh, elaborate on um, what Maddie was saying is is yeah they, uh, I I thought what they what they found down by like the little lake or river was pretty cool. It was like this little coffin thing, and they opened yeah. it and all the smoke came out, mm-hmm. and then yeah, there's like the gargoyle thing that looks a lot like the thing from The Exorcist. Yeah, and um, the brothers' friends, their hair is the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't remember the '90s being that way. I, I, I lived <laughs> in LA at that time, so I wasn't that far away. Come from on, Vegas. they were, they were, they were oh big fans God. of Welcome Back, Potter. <laughs> Apparently, I mean, wow, and and they want to use it for a seance, and the little brothers like, "F you, you're not going to use my statue for that," and so they decide that they don't need it after all. And I they guess... go to a haunted house. <laughs> yeah. And that and and I wonder if that place is still around here. It probably isn't. They probably tore it down and built like a shopping mall. But uh um yeah, and, and then they do the seance and, and the little brother gets possessed, which I thought was pretty awesome, and uh goes around killing everybody at the haunted house. And that's when it became awesome. Is that... once they went into that haunted house, the film oh, became yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, I read some reviews and some of the people are saying like it, it starts off where, um, you know, like there's not really a lot of killing, you know, in the beginning, like in the beginning, like you see sort of, I, I guess I'm wondering if like, because they got the shots of like the, uh, what is the, the um, ambulance and stuff like that. I'm wondering if they like the dude just went out and like saw like there was an ambulance around and just videotaped it. I, I looked in the credits and it says thank you to fire ambulance, like Las Vegas fire ambulance type thing. So, so I, I, I don't maybe know. Maybe they asked them if they could. Okay. Could yeah. do that. That's awesome. And, they did. And it's, we never go back to that. Yeah. I thought that was going to be a thing, but no, I mean, like it was going to be like a wraparound and then you would see, because that 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 the place that the the fire and and ambulance is at is definitely not the haunted house, right? It looks like a completely different place, but it, it's it, it's clearly influenced by Evil Dead, um, and Evil Dead Two because in the end credits, I think it was for, I don't know, production assistance. I think it said fake shimps, mm-hmm. and so yeah. we know that's Sam Raimi. And then, of course, the ending alone, where the the young kid sees himself in the book, and he's no, that's right from yeah. Evil Dead too, right? So very, inf- and your guy there on your picture, I think, is is kind of meant to be the uh, the old guy from Poltergeist two and three. That's what I thought too. I was yeah. thinking the same thing actually. Yeah. So and it was it was cool. Like I, so you you mentioned maddie that they're you know that they pick up this th- you know they find this gargoyle but you forgot to mention the, the guy that comes in and tells I them didn't forget to mention that yeah I, yeah yeah and then you just you, he kind of tells them you know <laughs> yeah. don't uh you know you need to rebury that you know don't touch it or whatever but then we find out at the end he did that on purpose because he knew that they wouldn't listen to him exactly. that, that was fucking smart you know, because generally speaking, that's the guy that warns you, you know, like, don't go there. Don't do that. And then disappears. 
you know, and then you never see him again, you know, or whatever. Well, in this case, he's actually a big part of the of the demon and all this other stuff, you know. And yeah, yeah to, was... to take his place. And yeah. and it, it reminded me a lot of Stephen King's Storm of the Century, which came out I I think much later. Um yeah. you, say, you think uh Stephen King watched this movie? Well, it, it's an island and a guy is there and he's deaf. And we find out at the end that he's trying to find his replacement, which is a kid. Yeah. And the kid yeah. goes off with death to to replace him. I think Charles Lang has a uh, has a little bit of, you know, <coughs> a little bit of Harlan Ellison to go do, you know, so, like, you stole my idea. Yeah, let's let's find out when. Let's see. <laughs> I came out in probably like '98 or something. Right, Storm of and the you know Century. Stephen King's almost big, like... uh, '99, almost. You got you got it almost right. Um, I remember watching it when it was on cable. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, two nighter thing. Um, so you uh, so you know Stephen King's a really big like indie fan. He 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 loved like Shark Exorcist as a name and and Sharks of the Corn. He thought that was hilarious. Um. And stuff. So he obviously looks for indie, you know, things. Maybe you know, you never he's know. got inspired by Soul of the Demon. Um, you know, it's funny because you think like some people might actually send their movies to big time people. Like you know, like let's just send this movie off to Stephen King and see what happens. And I don't know if he has like lawyers that get gather around and tell him, don't, don't watch that because if you get inspired, they could sue you. You know. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, yeah. Also, everybody has ideas that are similar to each other. I think. I, I, I think all that is the king probably doesn't even know the stuff comes. It just all goes to his office, and you know, people just throw it in the trash. I there was a there was <laughs> a movie. There was a movie called Grind. Uh, it was a skateboard movie, and uh, oh, yeah. Dave Foley was in it, and he plays like the manager of a skater, right? And he goes up, and they're like trying to give him all these tapes. And at one point, the guy, he goes, oh, hold on, okay. And he tosses it in. There's all these other tapes, you know, just tosses it, like, right in the middle. And then you're like, so when does he have time to watch these? He's like, oh, he's got the system where he doesn't watch any of them, and that works out perfectly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I'm just like, you know, and, and it's the perfect, like, like, I love that movie because it just, like, you know, makes me laugh at Dawson's is sort of is an inspirational movie. But anyway, the point is that Stephen King probably gets all those tapes sent to his manager and then he just tosses it into a big tape thing yeah. and then says yeah, he's not gonna box. watch any of them. No, you know. no. Um no. you know but like but, the like the whole dollar baby thing, he doesn't give a crap. It's all his people. I mean he he doesn't bother with any of that stuff. Right. I mean so you know he just wrote the scripts that or whatever the the, the stories and then you know, whatever. And then everybody else can do whatever they want with yeah. it. Um, but uh, to go back to this film, which was, I mean, honestly, this this was a lot more fun than I was expecting. You know, I even wrote that to you, uh, John. I think like I was, I, I was, I was actually going to text you when it started and just said, "What that? Why am I watching this?" <laughs> right because when when the kids are at when they're on their bikes and they're at the at that like little creek thing that this is the dialogue are we going to get caught i don't think we're going to get caught i think we're going to get caught I, I don't know i don't think we're going to get caught you think we're going to get caught 
I'm not sure. Are we going to get caught? I, I, I don't know. Where are your parents? I, I, I don't know. Are we going to get caught? Yeah. They re- they repeated themselves throughout this entire movie. And that was the most that was annoying to me is I'm assuming that they had a script, but then they just kind of riffed off of it. Yeah, maybe even, they couldn't remember everything. You know, well, like so. even when they're at the at the the haunted house, everybody's repeating themselves. Everybody, it's it's where's Tom and Susan? I don't know. Where's Tom and Susan? I don't know. Are Tom and Susan upstairs? I don't know. We call Are they that breeding Tom here. And Susan, it's like fuck. We call that breeding at a indie film cafe when you repeat yourself. You know, like more than once you know you're you're breening because that's what neil breen does in every one of his oh, movies okay. he'll yeah. he'll be like um i i can't believe you said that i can't believe you said that <laughs> you know and it's just annoying it's obnoxious and i i yeah. don't like it when i see it in films i see it in a lot of films these days you know um the the yeah. only filmmaker that's good enough to repeat themselves is david mamet and he's a nut job these days. But if you look back on his old stuff, Spanish Prisoner and Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross and stuff and, and Homicide, I mean, people repeat themselves constantly and, and it, it it's for a reason. <laughs> you know, right. it's because he's an excellent writer. But yeah. um, that was uh, um, that was the only thing that truly annoyed me. I thought the effects were awesome yeah. um, hey. from what we could see. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was hard to see on this. Uh, I'm surprised this hasn't gotten like a Blu-ray release from you know Vinegar Syndrome or something. Well, you or or um at least a good DVD from Shot on Video. You know, I know yeah, uh, I, Tony Masalo is a fan. Yeah, Tony yeah, Mas- yeah, he was. Yeah, I, I could see his postings when I tried to look up the director and I put in the film. Yes, name. I yeah, did he, the same thing. Too. He came up over. I did see one review online because I was just trying to learn about the movie. And this one critic's like, why is this exactly what you guys just said? Why why hasn't this film gotten at least a DVD release, if not like a really good? I mean, it's it's Blu-ray got the DVD release from Brain Damage, but like its own official one it's with like thing maybe commentary like or, or or something like that. You know, yeah. you need one something of those indie... remastered a little bit because I'm sure the DVD it looked better than the YouTube, but it's not going to look you know not much it better. Needs remastered a little bit because I know how Brain that be? Damage is. Wouldn't that be awful if it looked if that is the copy that's on? It's probably it's on YouTube. Like, a small upgrade. Yeah, no, I, I imagine it's just it's a little bit of an upgrade on DVD. But I I didn't watch it on DVD. I only watched it on the YouTube. So I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um. I I mean I own it. I just there's so many of those movies on there that I just you know uh, yeah. even Donald Farmer has like at least one or two on there and you know um and we'll we'll do more because. Like I said, Pendulum Pictures has like over hundreds and hundreds of of these movies, and most of them are like this, where they're you know some like pretty pretty decently done, and at least if they're bad, they're sort of laughable bad, you know, you know, kind for of sure. Thing. Um, like, uh, like kind of silly, you know, or whatever. Um, but to go back, uh. To the so Maddie, did you like the film itself? Oh, it was a blast. <laughs> Once I saw it, and I didn't even know. I don't think you told me it was shot on video, but I started watching. It, I was like, I think this is shot on video, and I was like, it definitely is. And like, mm-hmm. it just has that feel. Like, 
the corny dialogue, like he said, repetitive, whatever. I mean, I was just enjoying it from the get-go. And once the gore and, you know, everything started in the haunted house, I was like, this is great. How have I never seen this? <laughs> yeah. It feels like something I should have seen before. And it's definitely anyone who knows me knows I would love a movie like that. I mean, it's just a right. Plan. Yeah. And I, yeah. Well, I mean, gore is fantastic. And that's the thing, like, as uh, John was saying, like, the uh, people saying this should have gotten a DVD or Blu-ray, it's because of the gore, really. Yeah, I mean, sure. well, it's all practical. Right. Yeah, I mean, remember that girl's head gets cut off and the, and it cuts to the, the top of the head and her eyes are moving back and yeah. forth. Yeah. So somebody Fantastic. put together, you, you know, a, a head where the eyes could move. You know, somebody exactly. off state, you know, off camera is using a little, mo- you know, remote control to make those eyes go back and forth. Yeah. So I mean, where most people would just not, they they decided to do it. So I I I completely give these guys props. Definitely, yeah. they worked their ass off on the on the horror aspect of it, which in the beginning we really don't get. Like for the first like thirty minutes, there's no horror, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and I I was like starting to get a little worried because it was a lot of just talking and stuff so I was well, like, how, how did you find it like what why did you have us do it like what made you pick this especially with the quality okay well first off i i found it on the pendulum picture so I, when i found that and then i looked it up and i found out that the guy had done one other movie high desert um and and whatnot um i i just knew like this would be a fun one then i found it on youtube and then I ripped it from YouTube to my YouTube, put it on my YouTube so that I could just in case sometimes those YouTubes get deleted or whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, and stuff. Yeah, and, they get a bug up their butt and they just decide, I, you know, it's been out. It's been on YouTube for 10 years. And then now it's like, oh, now it goes against copyright or wow. or or it's been for 10 years. And the original filmmakers are just like, I don't want to. I don't want to have this up here anymore. You know, and they yeah. delete the projects or they delete it. So I I put it on my own, you know. Uh now I can't do that with like you can't do that with like stuff like King of Horror. You have to like find ways to do those movies because they are they have a thing where you can't, you know, you're it's not yeah. very easily rippable. Um really I downloaded my two films from Kings of Horror. Oh, for real? Uh, yeah. I think you know how to do that better than I do, or whatever. No, I just I, got I a just... YouTube YouTube downloader. Oh, I just use the uh, was it uh, MP4 converter or whatever. You know, that's what I usually use. I use um, Viddy, V I D D Y, and oh. and yeah, it's it's just a YouTube video downloader, and I I wanted that Kings of Horror thing on the front of the film, and so I just yeah, I downloaded both of them. I don't I don't think people like. You know, we we don't condone this. This isn't our, uh, you know. You oh, know, I, do. Just... <laughs> I do. I <laughs> do. Um, but yeah. How, so... how else are you going to find a lot of these movies unless you're downloading them and sharing them with other people? I, you know, Maddie and I would have never known of this movie if you didn't do that. Well, I yeah. was told. Um, <clears throat> you know, I I was told that you know the movies that are on Tubi and stuff like that. Once they're off Tubi. They're very hard to find anybody else who will take, you know, movies that have already been sort of used, you know, and stuff like Freebie might not take it because it's already on Tubi and stuff like that. And what or, you know, other other things. So I'm like sad about that. And then a lot of times 
people just upload them to YouTube because that's yeah. the only way you can find them, you know, um, until one day where Tubi is that big, where it has every independent horror film, <laughs> you know, to be out. Right. Um, it, it, you know, doesn't happen. So, I mean, um, but the beauty is uh, that we are able to, we were able to see this. And so when I picked it, I picked it because I like, um, I, I saw some of it and I was like, okay, this is interesting. You know, like it, I took a look at it and I was like, I'll, uh, I'll want to watch the whole thing when I do the, do the show. So I had it in mind for some time to do it because scheduled this for a long time ago. And then I was like, I don't know. I, I, uh, when I saw it was kids, I knew Paul would hate it. You know, Paul hates <laughs> movies with kids. So I was like, oh, yeah, I got to get two people. One. Uh, and so I picked, um, you know, Maddie for, for this SOV thing. Yeah. And I brought you on John, because you're very Paul like, but you don't mind movies with kids. <laughs> so, you know, it was sort of like the best of both worlds. And, uh, I mean, we did, uh, this season we did, uh, Peter Rottentail and man, Paul did not oh, yeah. like that one, but yeah. Maddie loved it. Hell. And so sometimes there's movies, you know, that, you know people uh you know have different tastes and everything um i enjoyed this a lot because i just felt like it was a bunch of kids making a movie together you know i don't know how old charles lang was when he made this but i'm guessing he was in high school or so or college you know or whatever and he was able to go hey guys let's get together and make this this flick and he got and made a like an hour and 20 uh no hour 17 minute hour yeah, and 17 minute movie but still that's pretty damn impressive you know oh it is 77 that's minutes shot on video movies because it's a lot of times like this or like anything like people getting together with friends just like hey let's make a movie and like that's yeah. inspiring it's always not inspiring yeah, well, Vegas inspired. is so easy to film in too. I mean, it's you don't really need permits out here. I mean, I would assume if you're a big ass movie, yeah. But it, it, it's, I mean, I've shot all over Vegas and I've never had a problem with it. So even in like the late '90s, I mean, look what this guy had. He had like a creek, a house, a haunted house, and pretty much that's it. I mean, yeah. you can't shoot in like public stuff like the casinos and stuff like that i don't think you can if you want to be sneaky about it and use your phone yeah because then you, you know, look I, like a tourist who's just <laughs> video yeah, that, that's, yeah that's how that guy made that movie at disneyland yeah he oh shot everything yeah on his yeah on escape, his phone escape into nowhere escape from yeah escape from nowhere escape into nowhere yeah something like that and, and it was completely shot on his phone that but that that's I own it, but I haven't watched it yet. And uh, oh, it's fantastic. Is it? I need to see it too because yeah. I just I, I want to see what somebody did like that. Like that's cool to me. Like, oh, that's... It's, I can't recommend it enough. I mean, there was but... a lot of work that went into that. I I, I saw an interview with him where yeah. he, he talked about they planned everything out in the hotel room. So they mm-hmm. had they like knew you know, Joe was going to get the front, Bob was going to get the back, then somebody was going to stand in line and, and get like a master. They they knew all that. They, they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, That's so cool. That's yeah. neat. I love that. And planning, man. Planning is very important. And I mean, uh, I don't think Charles did the uh, 
uh, the effects of this. I mean, not effects. Uh, the the camera work, if I'm correct, it doesn't say on here. Um, I think he was a camera the... operator, so maybe he yeah. Was... I think I I think he did. This wasn't poorly made. You know, no. this 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 was it, it was the editing was competent. The 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 camera work was good. He actually got in some creative shots where a bicycle would go right in front of the camera and then the kid would get off of it and the camera would go up, it would pan up and then we'd see the kid go into the house. So mm -hmm. there he had some creative shots in there. So th this was thought out. This wasn't just, hey, let's, you know, yeah, just grab like a VHS camera and go sh go shoot something over the weekend. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. So I and I think that that's definitely the way, you know, indie kids should do it, you know, and and that's the beautiful thing now is like we've got we've got so much at our, you know, at our disposal, like we're able to do disposable. We've got so much that we can do um, and oh, there's sure. no reason that like a kid and you know can't get his friends together and make a movie these days for sure exactly. you know there there there's no reason that somebody with with a decent camera that you can buy these days should go out and shoot somebody walking in the woods for 20 minutes or driving on the freeway for 20 minutes or have shots that don't match or anything like that right like like we know people who who do yes <laughs> But, you know, that that's the thing, too, is like it, it, it takes a, a competent director, you know, somebody who knows exactly. what they're doing. And, and, you know, and I think Charles knew what he was doing, you know, when he made this, like he knew. Yeah, it's, it, I really want to see High Desert. It, it's a uh, it's a shame that he only made two movies. So oh, yes. you can see so much talent. Me, I don't know why. I mean, I, I'm I would love to interview him someday, like and ask why yeah, he did he quit you know did he look at my message at all let's see here let's see if he even... on, I, uh, this week on indie film cafe we're watching john and john check his phone oh i should see. put my phone up there we go because that, that that's more that's more you know <laughs> um it, he has not oh he has not he has not looked at my message yet but uh um i don't know it says like Different from your Facebook friend Charles Band. I don't know why that's in there, but uh, yeah, is that just a new thing. Is that a wow? I've never heard that one before. Yeah, on Facebook. And this is just changing Tuesday. shit around and just making it weird. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they have to. But I just wrote, "Hi, sorry to bother you, but are you the director of Soul of the Demon?" Good question. So, yeah, and he hasn't. Doesn't uh, even read it. Yep, nothing. He's yet, got you so. on red. You know? Yeah, <laughs> so we'll we'll find out. So, but it's it's that that thing in parentheses um, that that made me go like, wait a minute, I think this might be the guy. Awesome. And, um, I gotta well, wish I could. If he is, tell him that. Other than maybe you wanting to do probably an interview with him too, that would be cool. Do like one filmmaker, one film kind of thing with him. I would love to have him on Indie Film Cafe Spotlight at some point because I would love to like question him about because I mean there's not that many chances you get to talk to somebody who's only Excuse made me. like one or two films you know yeah and chat about the one or two films and why 
uh, they just didn't do anymore. Maybe they, maybe he wasn't making, obviously wasn't making, you know, maybe making any money or anything, but. Okay. uh, So in, I'm I'm actually looking at the end credits. So in the end credits, it's second from the bottom. It says rock and it says Taz, T-A-Z-Z. Right. And when I looked him up, like if you view his profile, me being a stalker, um, <laughs> better than me. <laughs> um, like a detective work, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it says other names, nickname, Taz, T A Z Z. Okay. Well, that so has, maybe that's his uh, middle. Like, remember, he's got Charles T. Lang. Maybe Taz is the middle thing for T. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so he played a character named Rock. Whoever Rock was in this. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I didn't even know he was in it. That's interesting. I didn't either. That's cool. I would love to look that up at some point just to see which character, because everybody was a high school kid or or so, yeah. right? Like they're either older or they were younger, you know. Which I love. Um, yeah, that was absolutely a a beautiful thing. So I I love that. Um, so you played a character named Rock. Yeah. Um, and see. I don't, and I'm looking at the special things, so. I don't recognize oh, any of these. What the heck? Places That's weird. So if you look up Rock on uh on uh IMDB, it goes to a guy named Peter Sinerchia, and he's a wrestler. Huh. He's this guy. Kids can see that or not. You see uh, that guy? Someone. Yeah. That's him. Looks like a wrestler. So I don't know if that's the guy because he says Peter Sinercheria, better known as and by the ring name Taz, also spelled T-A-Z-Z, is an American radio personality, color commentator, and retired professional wrestler signed to a, a, All Elite Wrestling as commentator and manager. I don't know. This guy lo- looks pretty typical. He, he kind of just looks like a guy. We've come across a big mystery here. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, he's just uh, just a maybe guy. Maybe there's maybe the Taz was tagged, and it was the wrong Taz. Maybe it wasn't meant to be that Peter guy, and he's just like he's looking at his IMDb, going, "Wait, I wasn't in Soul of the Demon," you know? <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, well, people happened. used to do that with me possible. when they. Yeah, when they when people would give me a credit, they would just look up John Ward, and I had like eight different people, and and I'd have to contact each one, going, "Dude, that's not me." Like one is like a black guy, another one's like Chinese or something. <laughs> it's, it's like that's clearly not Ward me. Ward was Chinese, like a Chinese so, Ward guy. That's funny. That's... Well, Ward's not my real last name, anyways. So you know, so why not? I'm just saying, like, remember I've my, never heard of a Chinese my, my, guy named with. Remember, last my name. family was with the mafia, so Ward is a made-up last name. Oh yeah, oh. <laughs> did not know. That's that. actually that's actually true. That, that that's that is a fact about me. I feel like I heard that from you before. So yeah. I think we talked about that. I bet yeah. you talked I, about that in Knights of the City, and I just don't remember it. <laughs> we talked about a lot of stuff. Like I have no problem. idea what my actual last name is, but it, it, but it's I mean it's on my birth certificate, so I guess that's me. But I, I, I'm thinking this guy. I think that is him. I really do. 
Yeah, well, no, that makes more sense. So what I'm saying is, like, I think yeah. the professional wrestler guy that was tagged, uh, Taz was tagged in the wrong IMDb. Yeah. So, oh yeah, probably. Um, yeah. but you know, yeah, the, the other Taz only has maybe one or two credits. He might be in the um, uh, he might be in high desert as well. Um, I'm not sure because you know I never. I never saw it, man. Because if you actually look up High Desert now, there's like some TV show that I guess just came out called High Desert. And so of I'm like, course. Jesus, what? Of course there is. Yeah. Um, but I love this one because it says campers encounter a deadly biker gang. It just sounds like fun. Yeah, I remember, like I said, starting it and thinking, this looks great. I got to watch this when I'm more awake and still haven't on the time. But I'm definitely going to now, especially after watching this. Well, what was interesting was that when I was looking up on IMDb, like every single person in the cast pretty much have never done anything else. Like this was their only movie. So it's usually that like even with me, I like to work with the same people. So it's interesting that uh, that uh, Charles just went on to to do his next movie and didn't bring anybody back. You know, yeah. Just mm-hmm. like me, I brought back a lot of the same people for Bathtub Shark Attack. Um, you know, John. Okay. I know John did that for Axmas, the Axmas stuff. Yeah. So I know you like working with a lot of the same people and stuff. So I mean, oh, but yeah, I think that's, most that's the way to go. Most what? Most directors do. Most directors bring back at least some of the same people. And what were you saying, John? Oh, oh no, I just said yeah. That that's what I like to do. Okay. So I was yeah, trying to get both of your. <laughs> Things. Yeah, because Charles is like for director two, so High Desert and Soul of Demon, and then camera and electrical department. So he was the lighting technician also on High Desert, and then camera operator on Soul of the Demon. He was the writer of Soul of the Demon, but I guess not High. I guess not High Desert. Well, you didn't write High Desert, or is he not credited on? Oh no, uh, there's two guys, Jerry Carroll. And uh, uh, yeah. Ron Jason, um, you know, a lot of these, yeah, a lot, a lot of times. Maybe that was the other thing is like, maybe he. Uh, I'm only speculating because I don't know the dude. Um, but like, maybe the dude just got tired of doing other people, you know, like because he worked on his own project and then he worked on, you know, somebody else's project, and he's just like, this just isn't. Or me, you know, like I just don't enjoy enjoy it as much or whatever. That's why he left, you know. Um, but who knows? Um, one of wow. the uh, the writers of High Desert did Cauldron Baptism of Blood. He wrote that sounds that, like fun, and he plays elderly bum. Okay, <laughs> elderly bub. Um, Ron Jason was also in Mark of the Astro Zombie. Oh, I have all those. And Angel of Vengeance. So these guys are probably all Vegas people then, because that's uh, uh, the Astro Zombie stuff. You know, the the not the first one, but the later ones were shot out here in Vegas. Nice. Yeah. So their only writing credit was High oh, Desert. Oh shit! What? So that guy, that Ron Jason, mm-hmm. actor, writer, producer, Legend of the Hillbilly Butcher. I own that. <laughs> was that shot out there? I don't know. Let's see. 
He also did Dangerous Waters, Dimension in Fear. Oh, he's got a he's got a bunch of credits. Yeah, he was an actor in a bunch of films. I own both of these movies: Cannibal Corpse Killers and Las Legend Vegas of the Hillbilly Serial Killer. So he is a Vegas guy. You know, he was in a movie called Las Vegas Serial Killer. Yeah, yeah. Look at this dude; he's been in a lot of shit. Mission Kill Fest. I've heard of that. That's uh, and Tiffany he was Pickles. on Gene Simmons Family Jewels. He was on one episode. <laughs> I'm wondering if he's still doing stuff or whatever. Like, what was the last credit he had? Uh, uh, Cannibal Corpse Killers in night 2018. So not too long ago. I Maybe the, I actually, actually, I actually have them right here. Cannibal oh, Corpse Killers. So funny. How am I missing out on all these? I don't know. Never um, heard of. I never, never heard of. I mean, I've heard of the stuff like Mark of the Astro Zombies and stuff. But yeah, I think I've heard of that too. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, Ted B. Michaels. Yeah, but I haven't heard of these other ones, and I don't know. Like, yeah, here's he... here's uh, uh, Legend of the Hillbilly Butcher. Oh wow! And not directed by, but. Uh, yeah, Ron Jason. So he's an actor in it. Yep. And then the other one, Cannibal Corpse Killers. That's awesome. Um, and Not he's a... same director, Joaquin Phoenix Montalvan or something. Yeah, <laughs> he came back. He came back for the. Uh... Yeah, Ron Johnson and Ron Jason and Ron Jason. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'll have to, I'll have to watch these and, and uh, you yeah. got to see his acting. You know, now you see you you haven't seen his writing yet either. You have to see his writing as well if you watch High Desert. You know, kind of let us know. If yeah, I think I'm going uh, to order buddy, those two. If his other buddy who worked on Angel of Vengeance together, they're both in that. So if you can ever watch that movie, um, let's see, if that's on eBay. Uh, Angel of Vengeance, you know, um, that sounds like fun. Yeah, like, um, and I love that these guys are like local. Uh, to you. Oh, it's a Ted V. Michaels movie. Oh, and and Ray Dinish, uh, uh, Steckler, who did like uh, you know, like the crazy mixed up zombies that stopped living and and that really. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He did that one. Um, he also did that film. Um, Red Letter Media did an entire episode of it uh, that took place out in the desert. It has like three names. Chooper. It looks like it's Chopper, but it's Chooper. All right. I just bought Angel of Vengeance. So I've got that coming <laughs> to me. <laughs> so these guys are getting Wait, more, so, more money so from me. So it's on eBay? It what one copy was i don't know if any other ones but how, I, uh, how dare you steal that from me <laughs> <laughs> i guarantee there's more copies out there, there has to be. but that was nine dollars so nine dollars well spent not bad yeah you know. yeah oh uncredited is uh is ray dennis uh uh steckler but yeah nice. ted v michaels man that's uh uh yeah, he was, he was a big thing out here. Unfortunately, both these guys uh, are they died. They're no longer with us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially it's sad because 
uh, Paul is a huge Ray Dennis Steckler fan. He yeah. uh, he's got to go down there in uh, Las Vegas. He got to like meet uh, Ray, I believe, once you know and stuff. And he wished he got to interview him and like have yeah. like a real like if he were doing this now, you know, and he got to meet Ray Dennis Steckler now, he would be yeah. like, going crazy. Um, so yeah, we're so lucky we still have like Fred, uh, Fred Olin Ray and, and a lot of Charles yeah. Band and a lot of these amazing directors who are still out doing oh, yeah. and, and, and making some amazing movies still and everything. But the ones that aren't anymore, we, we miss them because if you haven't seen Rap Finka Boo Boo, you guys are missing out. You know, you gotta watch that movie. Um, all right. Um, so, we talked. We talked about a lot of the other stuff. Let's talk, definitely talk about the things that we most likely didn't like about the film. We kind of touched on them a little bit, but like, I didn't like the sound in the film. Um, I could barely hear some of the stuff that they were saying, and then I would like turn up the volume, and then I'd have to turn it back down because it got loud all of a sudden, you know. Um, so did you guys mind the sound, or did you not? Like, what did you guys think? I didn't have any problem with the sound, but I watch a lot of SLV movies, so... So that stuff doesn't bother you at all? No. Uh, I I didn't have any times where I really had to turn it up to here and then turn it down because it was too loud. I mean, I didn't have any problems with that. Okay. Uh, What about you, John? Did you you have any problems with it as far as sound goes? Mm, No. The only time that I rewound the movie was when the effects were happening. (laughs) Oh, just to see the effects again. Yeah. Yeah. That's see that that's actually a really good quote, like a really good thing to say. And like the only time I had to rewind it was to see how awesome the effects were again. You know. Um Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man, the, the those effects. I mean, you got the girl's head that got spliced off, you got the intestines coming out. A lot of people uh, getting ripped apart and stuff. Yeah, uh, you got the um the one, yeah, the one girl was pulled in half. Yeah, yeah. and then the other guy was like tagged to the wall or whatever. And then his half of his body got cut off and everything. That was and, weird because that wasn't like a normal one. Like I can't get off the I can't get off the wall. Help me! I can't get like what are you like being forced against the wall? Yeah, I'm guessing that was what it was. Even had power. Like oh shit, we ran out of money. What do we do? Okay, he's stuck to the wall. All right, cool. And it <laughs> looked like the wall was probably just the. A uh, what is it? Uh, like oh, it was just like a big board. Yeah, know, or just like just a floor to... or something. And then like, <laughs> like yeah, it looks like the wall, you know, because the way that they shot it. Yeah, they they shot it like this, so he could poke up through here. Yeah. So it looks like he was on the wall. Yeah. That, that's yeah, exactly something it. like yeah. that, which was cool. I mean, it, they were very clever, you know. Yeah. For for their death scenes, that was like the, those were my favorite parts. You know, oh, everything. Of course. Everything else, you know, like the acting, acting was decent, but some of it was not the greatest, you know, but that's to be expected by people who've never acted before, you know? That's part of the charm to me. (laughs) To you. And you are a big SOV, like, lover, like, period. So this is like, this would normally anyway just get, like, love from you. Like, like you just adore it. Um, Oh, Man, okay. I, I don't think that this is this is valid anymore. But I'm looking up Angel of Vengeance. Has two, Jonathan has two people on the cover. It's like red and yellow. Is that what you got? Hmm. Uh. It, it. 
the one I have, um, maybe this isn't it. Maybe it's the. This it says right. Angel of Vengeance DVD, nineteen ninety three Kung Fu Action Revenge Movie. But it's 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 like uh, the cover has two people, a man and a woman on it, red yeah. letters, yellow letters, and then yeah, and it's got like at the top so, it yeah. It's got like like uh like uh like. Does writing, it say like five dollars? I don't. Uh, I'm not sure, but on one of them I found it says T-shirt enclosed. Nice. An alien, an angel of vengeance T-shirt is included, free with purchase of this DVD. Limited oh, wow. time and quality. Offer good only while supplies last. So that's probably long gone. But no, check it out. Try to get it. Now I want that shirt, and it that's does say nice here. Summer. New Angel of Vengeance DVD with vintage shirt, classic 1993. Try to get it. It's $14.99. Ooh, that's yeah. not that that's expensive. A little, that, that's not that expensive considering I spent $9 on the movie. You know, yeah, six more dollars for a t-shirt isn't a bad deal. You know. I just want to see who the... They don't list the directors or anything. I don't know if this is the same. It's got to be the same. Unless there's another Angel of Vengeance. Because it's got somebody from Super Cop 2. Angel. Crime Story. This looks very Asian. I don't think this is it. Oh, there might be. There's a 1987 movie. Oh, this is 93. The Vengeance that we're looking for is 87, right? Oh, shit. Oops, I got the wrong Angel of Vengeance then. Oops. (laughs) I got the Angel, uh, the Asian one. Oh, well, maybe it's good. I don't know. And uh, there's no Richard Yeah, this is 87. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. I'm 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 happy with the two that uh that I that I might be ordering. So I'll this two uh You know, maybe I'll so. buy I'll try to find the other one at some point. I'll have two Angels of Vengeance, you know, movies. There you go. You know. Happy See look, look look how excited we are. Just just I trying know. to I mean, we went from one guy to like his writers to his actors and now we're like like scooping up all of his stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I mean well, you you if, bought if you, you could see my nipples the guys right movies, now. So they're they're very go. hard because I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of nipples, um, we're going to talk about the. Uh, we're going to go into the rating of this film. I How does nipples what... and ratings go together? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to segue somewhere in there, <laughs> and it didn't really work. Um, so anyway, uh, we're going to talk about, uh, our rating and how we do the rating here is we have a stinkometer, uh, on the stinkometer scale, it's one to 10, one being very, very good. Excellent. You know, I'm, we've never had a zero, you know, yet we've had a negative of something or whatever, you know, or whatever. Uh, but we've never had a, uh, uh, a zero yet. Um, then we, uh, it was a five is like a is is meh you know is like yeah that's okay uh we could do a point five and ten is very stinky now stinky doesn't necessarily mean like this was god awful horrible but it does mean it has a lot of problems you know it's an outhouse yeah it's it's got a lot of problems (laughs) it's an outhouse of a movie yes and so if you if you get a ten that means the film was pretty bad, you know, it's not should have uh, there should have been issues fixed, you know, on it. Uh, and a good example, Shark Exorcist. Love Donald Farmer. That movie got a 10 plus, 
you know, for 30 plus for 10 for plus. Yeah. Can you do a plus? I thought yes, it was you can just do 10. A, you can do a 10 plus <laughs> if it's that bad. Now, we didn't do this. Wow. Before. So I, I would have to give Robo Woman a 10 plus then. Well, you weren't part of the Roma, Robo Woman. Moment, no, I wasn't. I, I I don't think I could make it. I think you asked me, but for some reason I was I was out. I was really pissed that I couldn't be on that one. Yeah, I think I, Colleen did it or something. Somebody did it. Um, yeah, no, that was uh, uh, that was a pretty bad one. Especially um, after Red Letter Media's review of that, when Mike says that the film, the filmmakers should be sued for false advertising. Yeah, still well, the, that should the be on the box. That that you know, it, it should seemed... be on the box. <laughs> That's probably the most glowing review they're going to get of that movie. Um, <laughs> you know, thing. So anyway, um, no, uh, so Soul of the Demon. Um, uh, you know, so you could also do point five if you feel like. 5.5 or 6.5 you're kind of in the middle or whatever so who wants to go first i want i want to hear john i want to hear you because you seem to be you know i didn't know uh, this was a test i didn't study um this is a tough one because mm-hmm. to, to me one is like it, it would be like the citizen kane of indie movies right which this is not but it's not a five either it, it, it's it's not meh so well, yeah so oh i don't know i'm stuck you, you stumped them yeah do you want do you want me to skip you go to maddie and see what maddie says yeah i kind of want to hear what you guys say first okay yeah. all right we'll let, we'll have you be last john okay how about okay. you maddie i would probably give this like a two point not either a 2.5 or a three we'll go with 2.5 2. This 5. is a really fun shot on video movie, which again I love shot on video. And honestly, I just feel like if I saw a better quality copy of it, it would become one of my new favorite shot on video movies. The gore is incredible. The story is fun. I mean, once the first kills start, you're like, oh shit. Because I feel like it kind of takes that like sharp turn, and you're just not expecting it to have. I don't know. You're not expecting it if you never really heard of it. Like I had never heard of it. I didn't know. And even the kids at the beginning digging up the gargoyle, it had a cool look. I just I love the whole aesthetic. I, I just really dug the movie. And uh yeah, I want to find a better quality copy and watch it because if you could see the gore a little bit better, you'd be like, This should be a cult classic. It should. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, at two point five. I I really enjoyed it. Right. I would watch it again. Well, there you go. Um, all right. So I would actually give it a four, um, which is actually higher than I thought at first, uh, because originally I thought six uh, because of my sound slash. You could barely see it sometimes. There's some scenes that's very dark, especially at the house, because obviously the I don't <laughs> think they had electricity. That freaking well, I also think that had to do with the copy we were watching. Um, yeah, because yeah. I had I had yeah. no problem watching it. I had no problem with sound. I had I had nothing. Yeah, yeah it was okay, fine. Well, maybe it was my TV. I don't know. Um, but I had a problem so with a lot of stuff. So, uh, but I I really enjoyed, you know, um, I really enjoyed the movie. Like, period. Like, I had a fun time with the story. I had a fun time with a uh, direction. You know, as as John stated, there were some really cool shots. 
Um, there was uh, some really, I mean, the seance was fun. Um, they were all, they all looked like they were enjoying themselves, you know, which was, which also made me sort of enjoy the movie throughout, you know, because there's some movies you see the actors and you know, like, they're not having a good time in these indie films and stuff. And like, maybe they were all like bitching at each other or something and not having fun. And then it kind of brings the movie down, you know, and stuff. And it looked like all these people were actually probably friends who were just hanging out anyway. And we're just like, Hey, let's just make this movie, you know, growing their hair out together. Yeah. Two guys (laughs) had their hair almost exactly the same. It's crazy. Um, but I love that. Like, I loved all of that stuff. It reminded, yeah, it reminded me of Welcome Back, Cotter, and reminded me of, you know, just and the base basketball scene was the basketball scene was so fucking so. Oh, yeah. Like, I was just like, I think it was like three. My, I forgot to mention this. So three guys are playing basketball, and then there's like a fourth black guy that kind of walks up, and then he walks out of the frame, and then he comes back, and then he walks back, and I'm like. Was that supposed to happen? I don't think it was. I think that dude just like was literally on the on the court yeah. at the same time as they were shooting and just sort of kept trying to get in the way of the film. Like, hey, look, bomb on t- television. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. But that's so SOV of like, you know exactly. what? There's that guy. Let's just leave him in there. You know, let's just keep shooting. Keep rolling. Um, So... John, after hearing uh, Maddie's two point five and my four, what do you what do you say? I'm gonna say three, three. Yeah, three. Okay, so mid- between us, like in the middle of our. Yeah, yeah, because it, it 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 took a little while to get going. Once it did, it was awesome, and um, not to blame the filmmakers, but yeah, sound and picture quality. But um, I would probably maybe give it a little better. If it was a like a Blu-ray or at least a DVD, so but but three I think is is I think is good. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty good. So two point five three. So that's five and a half plus four nine and a half. Not bad. So there you go. Um, and so thank you guys for uh, for coming out and doing this. This is it's a lot a lot of fun. Um, considering I hadn't seen it, I had no idea if this would even be something that you guys would have liked or or I knew no matter I what Maddie would have enjoyed the SOV aspect but yeah. it could have still been a bad movie you know yeah really, exactly really bad Why? movie and it would have been one of those sad ones where you're like oh man this you know and I had no idea it could have gone either way um so yeah, I, I was kind of excited that it was something I actually enjoyed and I'm that it does make me excited to see high desert again or not again but like you know actually sit down and watch it you know or whatever um as i said i have it uh it's at the studio so maybe someday i need i want to bring all the pendulum pictures movies to my house because you know you just never know when you're in the mood to watch one you know exactly there's so many you know um and my plan is to buy all the pendulum pictures uh six packs you know not just the 50 packs or whatever unless you know maybe even the 50 packs too you know just have all of them even twice you know why not there's a lot of good stuff in there yeah you never know when a dvd will get scratched you know and yep. need 
another copy of it. So anywho, uh yeah, that was that's that's it. Uh I guess this when is this gonna be out? Cause uh I've got a schedule here. <laughs> me and me and my schedules, um for this and uh this will probably be in I'm gonna say October, November. Um like a hundred years from now. I know it feels so long. Years. That's how it feels. It's well, like, I, oh, I forgot I recorded this episode like six, seven months ago. It's, it's happened. happened. It has happened. It has happened with me too. <laughs> All of Literally, sudden, Jonathan will upload something and I'll be like, when was this done? <laughs> exactly. Literally, I'll be like, wait, Paul doesn't, there's one that Paul hasn't uh, sent me yet and I'll be like, what is that movie? It'll be like Vampire Raiders versus the uh what's it called? Vampire <laughs> Vampire Raiders. It's coming out like next month. Um or this, later this month. Uh Vampire Raiders versus the Ninja Queen. And I'm like, I don't even remember doing that. <laughs> like I remember that I did something, but I don't remember that movie. And um yeah and and i gave it i guess we all gave it pretty pretty terrible review of it like it's 10 10 and 9.5 so Probably why you don't remember it no because usually those are the ones i remember because ah, it's that bad then i, yeah. I must have hated it or something so i have to like look back and go oh yeah i remember that you know or whatever but after we do so many and we do them so far in advance because we want to get them done before July, oh, and then we go yeah. move on to the next uh, season. It's just easier than uh, than trying to get them done last minute, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, anywho, um, so thank you guys for uh, for coming on. This is awesome. I had a fun time, and I'm glad it was a good movie. Um, yeah. You know, and everybody else, uh, go check out Soul of the Demon. I believe it's all you can probably find copy of it on youtube or go to pendulum pictures yeah you even if it's even if you just watch it on youtube you get used to the quality yeah you yeah. know you, you just kind of gotta like like i remember people complaining about the ghostbusters one and two blu-ray when it came out because it's shot on film it's very grainy and and people are like why is this thing so grainy it looks like crap and it's like no that's film that's that's exactly. how you that's film that's not that's what people they, don't seem to understand yeah so th this is kind of the same thing where you know you had to get used to that ghostbusters one your eyes had to kind of just adjust to it and you could do the same thing with this you, you know if you just just make it through that that opening wait till they get to the haunted house and then uh you know and then you'll you'll enjoy it you enjoy a lot more i mean it, it it's not a slow burn or anything because it's fast no, enough and it, and it's where... short yeah, yeah, short like it's short before they get to that stuff, but there is a lot of like chatter uh, for a little bit before they really get into like the scary stuff, you know, or yeah. whatever. And it's not scary. I mean, I didn't think it was terrifying, but it was it it's was fun. very Evil Dead and Night of the Night of the Demons. So I think yeah. that was the, two of the bigger influences of this film. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there you go. So if you like Night of the Demons and Evil Dead <coughs> and, and those kind of movies. Check out Soul of the Demon. What? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? No. Like, idiots. I'm going to say idiots. it straight up. Straight up, idiots. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid idiots. Stupid, stupid people. Stupid. All right. Anyway. 
All right. So that's about it. Thank you guys so much for checking this out. Join us next week. Uh, we'll have a new episode. I think it will be Paul's pick. So, uh, and this will be out in October. So get ready, you know, for that time. Uh, I'll until be then, what? I'll be waiting. Yes, you'll be waiting. Close With to Halloween. Antissa. Patient. Oh, thank you. You're going to give me <laughs> Sheldon vibes there. I was going to have to fucking fight you on that. Like, you know, finish your damn <laughs> oh, sentence. <laughs> come on. I was I was I was quoting Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for checking this out. I hope you guys enjoyed it and join us next week. Till then. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.